Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening in to this great, amazing podcast. And before we begin, we have one quick thing. Welcome, everybody, and we are back officially with this Technical Theater Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about a great subject that I've been investing in a lot lately, learning a lot more about it, and I think it's just so, so cool about just how it can bring so many different elements to theater and into different productions and music and um, dance production, stuff like that. But before we begin, this is not like sponsorship or anything, but right now, from August 13th to August 20th, this whole week, QLab, QLab 4, right, is 50% off. So if you need QLab, you won't ever get it. The 18357 for 53, 57, 53, um, for one license, uh, 38257 for two licenses, and 500 for like a little less, like 497 or something like that for all three. So if you need QLab, like QLab is the best thing ever. It is so much cheaper than like say if you do video, like say watch out or something like that. So, so much cheaper. And like, I mean, honestly, you don't really need the lighting if you have like EOS consoles or something like that, because you can just get the EOS and the Nomad. But if you don't, it is super cool. It is super useful for everything. Um, I love it. I have I bought it for video and audio. Um, cost me about $300. I bought it today because I've been looking at it for a while. $382 or something like that and some tax, but honestly, well worth it. Super well worth it because then I can just upgrade it to QLab 4.5 when it comes out for like a hundred bucks or something like that. Super, super cheap, but let's get into this episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about, sorry, we have um, a little distraction behind us. Somebody's doing laundry, but hey, we'll be get we'll get over that. Um, we're going to be talking about projections more into projections, I should say, because I am very, very new to this. I've been doing a lot of research, messing around with new programs like After Effects and Motion and more Final Cut keyframing and stuff like that. I've been doing a lot of that lately, and I think it's just so cool because those tools are so powerful. I never knew how powerful those tools were. Like, in the, say you have a theater with, like, maybe, like, two or three, maybe, let's go two. Let's go two. Say they have two, um projectors right say they're both like 4k lumens or something like that and you pull them back of the house or you can do one in on stage and do a back projection but say you put it in stage in the booth right in the booth then say you put one in the cats so then you have it on stage right so it looks good you can do so much with that just one it was just two projectors even with one projector just doing a back or a front because you can get oh you can get most some of the floor you can get some of the floor if you really really need to if you really want to do it like that you do the floor, and you can get the back. You can get different set pieces or stuff like that and integrate it into the set. But more importantly, it's like QLab. Like, honestly, QLab is the best, cheapest option, one of the better options. It's not the best, best. It's not the very best. It's not, like, super, super professional. It's still, it's still up there. It is not a standard, but it's, like, it's up there with for video, right, and audio. I love it for audio. Like, don't get me wrong, Ableton Live, that's great. But QLab Audio, it's great. Love it. Never lets me down. But talking about video here in theater, and it's great because you can use it as different set pieces. So last production we did, we did, what did we do? Crap. Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, right? And we had this big, big, like, 
big, how, how was it tall? It's like eight feet tall and about 38 feet. What would you like me to convert eight oh, feet? Oh, that's Siri. Haha. <laughs> Siri's over here messing with me. Sorry, stupid Apple Watches. But Siri's messing with me. Whatever. Um, Legally Blonde, we had our big eight foot tall by, oh, how, how long was it? It was, had it been 38, 40 feet long, right? And so we had that whole thing to project on. And we projected the houses. We projected Harvard onto there. And we also had a psych on the very back that we could, it was a white psych that we could just project onto that too. So if we want to make like a full building, like the prison yard, right? We did cells and made it look like 3D because you had that two different depths, right? You had the front depths that was about uh, probably 18 feet in front of the psych. From the front of the block, I'd say maybe maybe less than that, maybe 10 feet. Between, eh, maybe not, 12 feet. I don't know. It was a little up there, but you still had two depths of field. So you could project like one row of cells on the bottom and one row of cells on the top. So it looks like you're on the bottom level. It was so cool. Loved it. And like Harvard, we put a school back there and we did like a little brush with Photoshop. So it doesn't look like too, just like a bright image. It had a little like blur at the back of it. Kind of like a, you ever seen like a portrait photograph? Like somebody getting a portrait and they have like the subject in the front, which is super clear. But in the pack, it's like all blurry. That's kind of what it looked like when it was fully done. But that was great because we could do multiple things too. Because then we had the court scene. And that just looked great because we had it was just court. We had a court on the very top. In the bottom, we had like some benches and stuff like that. It's like a stereotypical like juror room type of thing. But that's it's so powerful because that just brings a whole other aspect to it. Instead of having to have 30 different set or like set changes or scene changes or anything like that you can have just one and go back to it if you need it's like you go back to the jail right so if you go back to the jail like two times or something like that you can use that same one because then you're in the same place or not even but you still don't need 80,000 different set pieces then for it which makes it so easy if you don't have like a whole bunch of room backstage or in the wings or you don't have like a hallway or something like that it's great it's just straight up great especially if you're like on a budget too because that saves so much material you don't need to buy plywood you don't need to buy more two by fours you don't need to buy one by fours no luon or facing or anything like that no screws stuff like that you don't need to buy that you don't need to buy casters anything like that you just project it so that's what that's what i think it's super cool yeah i think it's going to be doing a lot lot more because i've been seeing a lot lot more of this going on especially with dance too. do like live graphics and stuff it's so cool with the music like you get to the music it looks awesome i haven't learned how to do that yet but i'm i'm learning but honestly, I've been using Apple Motion lately for the last about two months. Been just like getting basics done, learning how to keyframe, learning how to do basic camera movements and do particle emitters and stuff like that. Just some basic stuff, do 3D tech, stuff like that, and working in a 3D workspace. But now I'm getting After Effects, Adobe After Effects, because that and uh, people I work with, they have red giant and stuff like that which we can use which is awesome because a lot red giant trap code or trap suite whatever it's got i think it's trap, trap code but whatever it's still like that's what i want to learn i want to learn that i still dabble in sound i'm still that's what i do mostly sound but i'm starting to dabble into different areas i've been designing some more lights for some some middle school plays and stuff like that that use come and use our theater that we can use um our etc ion for stuff like that 
setting up our new lights in our TV studio, stuff like that. It's just, I've been dabbling and all that. Things like video editing and stuff like that. So if you guys ever want to know anything about that, just let me know down below. I'd be gladly to talk about a whole bunch of different things, not just theater, but maybe maybe TV. Like, yeah, let's let's talk about TV studios because we have a great one. We have a 2ME switcher. We have, we just got new 4K cameras. Uh, Pan I don't know. No, there's Sony. I think we got two, like 11 Sony studio cameras or something like that. 2ME switcher. We have Dante. We have a new ETC color source board. We have like, or probably six six uh just recording camcorders two of them are 4k we have new mics we have dpa mics we have so much stuff at our disposal that if you guys want you know talk about any of that just or just like ask a question just dm me at elijah wolf on instagram e-l-i-j-h-w-o-l-f-f just dm me on there and like hey i heard that like you do this and just like ask me questions like anything honestly i see no no problem with that because i feel that i can learn from you you can learn from me and this is just a great experience for everybody. Okay, so that's what I want it to be. Or not. Or you can just date me and just that too. In fact, like that works. But thank you guys for listening so, so very much. I appreciate every single one of you that's listening. We just got over 1,000 views. And thank you guys. Thank you guys so, so much. And see you guys in the next one. Let me know what you want to hear next. Maybe, maybe I'll go into some Dante because I just been working on level three and that's a whole nother doozy compared to level one and two so thank you guys for listening one last time and see you guys next one what's going on and welcome back it's been a minute but we are back and better than ever and today i actually want to talk about one of these very very cool things that we just got like with our new cameras we got new studio cameras and this came with it and not come with it but we bought it because you know why not it's cool right it's called a teradek Yes, and some of you have heard of it before. Some of you haven't, probably. Basically, what it is, in the basic concept of the thing, so it's, it's a wireless camera, okay? So you no more SDI runs, no more fiber runs, no more Cat5 runs, nothing like that. 100% wireless, 0% latency. Zero milliseconds of latency, right? Sounds cool, sounds great. The only problem is that, okay, there's one problem. I don't, it's not a big, big problem. It's kind of big, depending on what kind of camera you use. If you use like a big studio camera, like something that has like over the shoulder camera, right? It's a D-tap. That's the problem. There's a D-tap. So if you want to go like a smaller one, like a Panasonic 270, that doesn't have a D-tap, unfortunately. So you have to buy a whole bunch of like converters and stuff and get um, a 628 volt what is it, 628 volt uh, charger going to, from a battery to power that to char or to power the Teradek on the camera, which is pain in the butt. That's another like 150 bucks per camera plus batteries, which is another 50 per one battery. It's a big headache, but as soon as you get it set up, it is so, so cool. 500 feet away, which is like the Teradek Bolt 500, and it goes all the way up to 3,000. I think you can go more than 3,000. I think you can go up to 10,000 if you like the max which is there's a long ways away, but so yeah, it's just your basic, basic wireless system, but better with 0% latency and the box is small. I mean, it could be smaller, but hey, it's what you can ask for zero, zero in a second latency and it just being like, you know, cool and why not, right? But so the box is probably four inches by 
six inches plus the two without the two antennas. Two antennas a piece are probably six inches, not even maybe four inches. It's not super big, so like total between eight and ten inches. That's not super big at all. And it's awesome because you just put a mount. You put a it comes with a mount that you just screw onto your camera, slide it in, plug it in, and you take the base station. And you SDI or HDMI, whatever you want to do, you can either run it straight to a monitor, TV, whatever you want to, which is so cool because then you don't have to go through a switch or anything. Or you can run an SDI cable from the base station to the switcher, and it's it's lovely because, you know, switch on and off, and then you have multiple base stations, multiple cameras out there, plug them into a switcher, and boom. Just like that, you have a wireless system. The only downside is that they are pretty expensive. It's like four grand for just the base, or it's like the base con- configuration is like the 500, and the base station is like four or five grand, plus the add-on if you don't have a D-tap on your camera. So that's that is a downside. But hey, there's so many, there's endless possibilities what you can do with wireless. Because SDI, you're limited to 300 feet, right? Or that's recommended 300 feet you probably won't want to go more otherwise you start getting to bad bad things especially if you do a live video say like in concert theater or whatever but what i i think this is going to be the best thing for is we do this show it's basically just a whole bunch of compilations of songs uh people dance to them we do live video we do yeah we do imag aka live video whatever you want to call it and we do yeah, lighting, sound, everything, just basic, basic things. But with the video, it's so cool because now we have a camera that's not attached to anything. So we fill that base station up. Say we throw it in the cats. So you're nowhere, 100 feet straight down. And you basically have, you can go anywhere in the theater without it losing signal. And there's endless possibilities, like I said. Um, but the biggest thing I can think of, I already I just want to get to that real quick. You know, that's losing train of thought already. Um, the biggest thing I think it can be used for is running that video to QLab. You throw a wireless camera, um, say like you need it for, for a shoot or something, right? Or you want to do video on stage in like an actual camera. Like they want to, like an old time ca- camera thing or something like that. I don't know, something with a camera on stage, you throw that in, it's 100% wireless, so you don't have anything to screw up, as long as the people backstage turn it on, as long as video people turn it on, and make sure it's paired up and ready to go before it comes out, it's like that, it's easy easy as cake, right? But then, where that comes in is, you know, you're relying on battery to power the wireless, which is not always the most reliable thing, but... It's not the best thing. Everybody knows. It's great. It's great to run off a battery because you're not confined to uh, restrictions. But when you have that chance of dying and also loss of signal to QLab if you're not doing it right. So, like, give your base station hooked up to... How would that go? Hooked up to a Blackmagic box going SDI to an HDMI out. Running that to the computer as an input from the computer to go in and that input to project to the projector, sending that to the projectors through QLab, sending it to a projector into like a frame by frame if you really, really want to. 
like you have a uh, I don't know, it's like an old TV show. Say it's like um heck, I don't even know what to I don't know trying to think of a good one. Um White right White Christmas, that one. The TV too. They're doing their dance at the very beginning. They have a camera that rolls out and you have it on the like screens all across or two screens across in the theater so they could see what's happening if the camera blocks them. Uh, you throw a black and white filter on it and you throw um like little static lines every now and then throughout the video on a preset. And you do like a big bar, like white bar around it so it looks like it's from an old TV. Right? That that adds so much more than just, here's a video. Right? And you can't see, you don't even know the camera's in there. You're not expecting that to happen, right? You just see a camera rolling out that's in a wooden case that you can't tell if there's a camera or if it's a fake camera or what. person in the booth hits the space bar on QLab and boom, it pops up and everybody's just amazed and it just, it's so, so cool. So I've done, I've seen that so many times on so many people's faces. That is just great. I love it. I love every second of seeing their faces to reactions of just things they wouldn't expect. For example, like Pyro. No one expects Pyro, but it's so cool if you see it. Same with like surround sound. If you have like surround sound in your theater, it's awesome. Best thing ever. Not just like a front array, but you also have back speakers and side speakers or whatever. It's awesome. Or like subs. If you don't like, if you have dedicated subs, not just the ones in your array, but like dedicated subs, it's awesome. It's it's one of my favorite things to mess with uh, when I'm doing sound sound design, because they're just so much fun to mess with. If you have options, that's another thing. I just like to have options, personally. So if I really want to go wired, I can. But if I want to go wireless, I can too, and I know it won't fail. Ninety-nine percent sure it won't fail, because everything has a tendency to break. So it, you're never 100% sure it's not going to break during a run. So you're just praying and hoping that it lasts the two hours the show going, your show's going. So that's one of my favorite things about the Teradek is just how easy it is to set up. It's plug and play pretty much with as long as you have a D-tap. Um, the base station is super easy. You just power it through an AC outlet, plug it in, boom, bam. I love it. And there's so many different things you can do with wireless video. Not just including like, you go through QLab or going straight to um, just TVs out in the lobby or something like that. I don't know, going to dressing rooms. If you really wanna just throw a camera, like you throw a GoPro that's out or feeding out something, I guess you can do an infrared, whatever you wanna do, you can throw it instead of running SDI. Bus cables. It's just awesome, personally. I just think it's a cool tool to play with. I'll talk about it more later as soon as I get a lot more experience with it. I've only played around with it like two or three times, not a whole bunch. But I still feel like it has so many more things that I can't even think of right now. It's just like more things to do. Like you could do live stand-ups from anywhere, basically, you want to now. Almost anywhere, as long as you can run an STI cable to the base station. Because the base station, you can go anywhere, right? It's just an SDI cable that you hook up to your switcher. So then, it's awesome. I just can't even explain how cool it is. If you guys do have a Teradex, just let me know. I would love to hear what different uses you have for it. Or if you use video in, like, theater or, like, live TV or anything like that, let me know. I would love to hear what you do with your live video. You use a QLab, you just go straight to a projector, you go straight to a TV. What do you do? You go through a different projector instead of QLab, maybe like Watch Out or like Isadora or something. 
don't know. Let me know what you guys think. And thank you guys for listening. I greatly appreciate it. And have a great day. Good morning, everybody, and or afternoon, whatever it is for you. I actually might record this at night, but you know, whatever, right? It doesn't. It don't matter. Uh, today, I want to talk about something super, super interesting that I know has been out for a couple years now, at least maybe three or four years, probably. But I just stumbled across it today. Um, I was in class, just, you know, screwing on my computer, had a little bit of free time. Screwing on my computer, looking at some new software, some, like, uh, CAD software. Uh, I was going through, like, WYSIWYG and CAST and, you know, uh, Vectorworks, stuff like that. Just looking around. And I stumbled across the CAST uh, software uh, landing page. Just their homepage. So I'm looking around. I'm just, like, see- seeing what they have, pretty much. Like, if you ever go to the website, like, you know, you got to click around for a little bit. And, you know, figure out figure out what you... What what the, what's, what they're all about, right? So I did that, right? I, I was looking, I was looking, having a great time, and then it just kind of kind of hit me. Hmm. I should go check out their like um their affiliate uh websites and stuff. Not like not their affiliate um their other other stuff they do. I don't know their resources. Their other resources they have on them for different softwares and stuff. So I, I click on their software page, and I see see a link to, what is it Blacktrack, Blacktracking.com or something like that. Click on that, and there's this video, right, ten minutes long. So I'm like, okay, I, I have a little bit to spare. I clicked on it, started watching it. That was the coolest video I've ever seen. Just the technology in that. So Blacktrack. If you guys don't know, I'm guessing most of you do know because it's been out for a while. But, you know, maybe you're living under a rock like a me. And you haven't seen it or heard of it or anything like that. I'm guessing most of you at least heard of it maybe, like here and there. Like the concept, concept is not new. Motion tracking, not a new concept, right? It's been in after work. It's been in Final Cut. It's been in motion. It's been everywhere and any anywhere and everywhere that you do. Graphics, video, anything pretty much. Lighting, anything. But this... This is so cool. So what this black, black, um, I, I think I'm butchering this, but uh, black tracking something, is that what it's called? I think it's called black, black tracking, right? It is called black track cast software. So it's cast, from cast, but it's black track. Black track, okay? So what it is basically is you can do projections, you can do sound, um, lighting what fascinated me the most was the lighting part of it so did the projections and sound but not as not as much because i don't i think that software is not really useful for it unless you have moving objects on the stage which you know is always always the case it can be if you have rolling objects it'd be super cool like a rolling house and you project a house onto that or like a rolling flat going across the stage and you have a house projected on there super super cool uh but i i count that not super big unless that's your whole job is to literally just do motion tracking on moving objects in theater of projections um but hey that's that's a a limited thing but the lighting caught my attention just because how cool it was that's what their video was on uh at nab uh las vegas past two years they've had it and they've done demos on it so what it is is a it's a tracking system that you hook up to your theater 
or wherever you have it, wherever you want it. Uh, and so there's trackers all around the stage. Above the stage, they look down, that's you put on a structure that will not move or will not move a whole bunch. So you don't want to put like on a baton or anything. You put on like uh, stage trusses, stage trusses, um, like railings and stuff like that. Stuff that shouldn't move too much. And then you have, say you have like a solo, it's like a dance, okay? You have a solo dancer that comes on and you want to track her instead of doing a whole bunch of like lights on stage to blind everybody. You, you have her wear these. So there's two wristbands and then there's you know, there's a pack that you wear with two motion uh, devices that you put on your shoulders, one on your side. There's about the size of like a, a 4060 DPA if you've ever seen one of those. Uh, not super big, probably maybe take your thumb half the size of your thumb. They're not that big. I don't know my thumb. Uh, maybe half size your pinky, uh, finger, what is it called? Nail. Something like that, that size. It's not super big. Two of them run back to a pack that uh, or transmits to the software up in, say, your control room, your booth, whatever you want to call it, to your computer, or, or to your light board. So then that information goes into anywhere and everywhere that you need it to, and that all those sensors and things are keeping an eye on where those uh, all those trackers on the actual person are. So then the lights, if you have uh, intelligent lights, some movers, um, techno beams, anything like that, and they just follow her around, and then you can either there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do, but just to like test them out, you do like a little grid where it just numbers off the position on the ground and where they're at and makes a circle. And then you start getting to play a little bit. Then you do intelligent, very, very like, um, what is it called? Generated, like live generated effects. So where their footstep hits, say, you, say you're having them one, run on water, right? So where their footsteps, maybe there's like a ripple effect from each foot stomp. And it can sense that Super, super tiny bit of, like, motion. Like, they don't even have to, like, stomp. They just, like, you know, just regular dancing. And then they land on the ground and waves come out of their feet. And they move another, like, they jump up in the air for a foot. And they come back down super gracefully and waves disperse again from their feet. It is so cool to see. You have to watch the video. It's, like, 10 minutes long. Uh, just skip to, like, maybe three four minutes in. That's where they start doing the actual demo. So talking about it, it's on uh, the Black Tracks, Black Track Dash Cast Dash Software dot com is like so so horribly but but the only thing that I think would be a big problem is those systems for the lowest 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 of the end like the super super like the cheapest 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 thing. Like, Chinese-made, like, anything. Okay, maybe not Chinese-made. Everything's made in China now, but hey, whatever. The cheapest version of it is about $17,000. And that that's a big hit, right? Sorry, you have to drink water. That's a big hit to your budget. If you're, like, just... Say you're, like, a community theater. Or even, a, like, a regional theater. Like, whoo! That's a, 17 grand is... Quite a bit of, quite a bit of money. You can almost buy a new soundboard for that much. You, know, you can buy a soundboard for that much. You can buy almost a Yamaha CL5 for that much. 
for 72 channels and like full Dante. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, 17 grand go a long way, especially in theater. <laughs> especially get new lights, like you can get all new, okay, maybe not all new, but you can get a whole bunch of like color source lights that are all LED and all so cool. You can get a whole bunch of them for 17 grand. You can get, you can get a lot of stuff for 17 grand if that makes, makes the point whatsoever. But what does make it good is that it is very cool. It's very unique. So, like, people will come. Uh, different shows will come, to, you know, just for that. Because, you know, it's, why not, right? It's really, really cool. And no, not a lot of people have it, right? Or not, like, people have it. But not on this, not, not usually a whole bunch of it, if so. I know this is possible with, like, other software, but this is, this just came across to me as so, so cool because most software, yeah, 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 you can do motion tracking, but it's only one person. This, you can have a whole bunch of people. As long as they're wearing the trackers and you get sets of trackers and stuff and you put them on people, oh, my God. It looked so cool. They had like three people running around on stage, having them every time they stepped, it was like a flower bloom coming out of them, like Mother Nature. It was so cool, in fact, that I literally went to my tech director and was like, Hey, have you seen this before? This is the coolest thing I've seen in a very long time next to Dante. He's like, Yeah, I've seen it. I've been at NAB. It's been at NAB for two years. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for ruining my dream. But it was so cool that I, I didn't even know. I know this is sound repetitive, but it was really cool. If you guys have a chance, please look at that video. And I wish we could get it. I wish our school could get it. But, you know, we probably will never be able to afford that much. Especially we're trying to convert one of our theaters to, or one of our rooms into a black box theater. And that takes a little bit more priority over everything. But, you know. That's 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 just, that's another story for another day. But if you guys have any, if you've seen this or you have it, let me know. I would love to talk. Like, I would love to talk on podcast or not, just about how it works. And do you like it? Is it useful? Is it not? Is it worth the money? Is it? Should you not get it at all? Should you just like abandon that thing? Like, do you use it at all? Anything like that, let me know in the comments down below. I will connect with you. I will figure out a way to talk to you, either phone call, Skype, Discord, the email, this, that, or the other thing. So thank you guys all for listening. And once again, I hope you have a great day or night or, you know, maybe it's the middle of life you need to listen to this. If so, you should probably go to bed. You probably have either work or school tomorrow morning unless, you know, it's a Friday. But hey, whatever, you might work Friday. I don't know. Have a great night, everybody, and make sure, make sure you just have very much fun in everything you do, and if you are listening here and you do do theater, ha, have so much fun. This is literally one of my favorite things to do in my life. I can't wait to do this for the rest of my life, and thank you guys for listening so much, have a good one. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you did enjoy, uh, there is this very, very cool thing that you can do. It's a monthly donation to this podcast from 99 cents to as much as you want. If you guys can check that down below or even just give us a like. That helps us a lot too or a review or anything to get just anything would be helpful. Uh, 
just listen, you listening, I am very, very thankful for. But if you want to go that extra step and help out this podcast immensely, check out the donation or just give us a like and a rating in anywhere you listen to this podcast. And thank you guys and tune back very, very soon to hear a new episode of this podcast. Thank you guys and have a wonderful, wonderful week.